Hey there, it's Casey Farmer here with BBB Serving Central Oklahoma. I'm the Vice President of Marketing, and I'm going to be on the Defining Moments podcast talking about culture, leadership, marketing, family, friends, all the good things. So I hope you'll check it out. Give it a like, a share. Thank you for tuning in to Defining Moments podcast. This episode is brought to you by CMM Financial Services. At CMM, we know how hard it is to find someone who knows and cares enough to create the tax and wealth plan that you deserve. After walking alongside hundreds of clients for the past 20 years with accounting, bookkeeping, tax strategy, and financial planning, we have created a proven system to help you reach your financial goals. CMM has your complete financial team to reach your financial goals. Book a call at cmmfinancialservices.com. Welcome back to the Undefeated Show, Defining Moments podcast. We are located here at the Triple B in OKC in Kyle Golding's beautiful podcast studio with our very special guest, the Vice President of Marketing for the Triple B itself, the Better Business Bureau, Casey Farmer. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You don't look nervous. I'm nervous, but here we go. Next breaker. Here's... Something from us to oh. you, from my wife and I. Oh, do I open this now? Um, you can open it later. Okay, but open keep it that later. side up, the smiley side. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank don't, you. Don't drop it. It's fragile. All right. I was careful. Thank you. Yeah. How's your morning been? It's good. It's Monday. Ready to hit the ground running. Lots yeah. to do this week. So yeah. What are a couple things you have to? Well, let me ask you a question. Did you write your goals down for the week? Uh, I'm a, I'm a very type A person, so to-do lists are big for me. Mm. Um, we typically start our Mondays off with leadership meetings, and so I have to go in there ready to report, and so yeah, lots of lists. Okay, okay, I was asking because Kyle tweets that out on Sunday night, and so we picked out on that, and we share with our youth group, so I was just making sure oh, you okay. have goals. Yeah, lots of goals. Yeah. Um, we obviously have a st- strategy that we follow here at BBB, and each of our departments have goals that align with that. So, yeah. Yeah. What's a big goal for you this week? Oh, a big goal. Recover from Big Blue Bash. Okay. Which is our um, biggest event of the year. Do lots of follow-ups, check in with people. Um, it's not that exciting, but wrap out the budget and all of those things and then get ready to start marketing strategy for June and on. Yeah. That Big Blue Bash was actually really fun. Yeah. Great people mm-hmm. and great food. Yeah, I love that event in particular. Um, when I started at BBB in 2017, uh, that's when I was interning and I was hired to help put that event on. And so coming back full circle, you know, all these years later and being able to help with it, um, now being in charge of that event and mm. planning it from beginning to end. Um, yeah, I can't believe that I get to do that. That's awesome. So you say so you can't believe that you get to do that. Let's rewind the clock to 2017 and walk our guests through 2017 to current day and some of those moments that you're like, oh man, this isn't for me, or hey, this is for me. Oh, wow. Okay. In 2017, I was coming up, I think I was a junior in college, trying to find an internship desperately um, because you had to have so many to get ready to graduate, right? And um, I had kind of missed the mark for applying for some of those paid spots, which are you know highly coveted by broke college kids. (laughs) And I found BBB listed on, I think it was either OKC Ad Club or um, PRSA um, for a marketing intern. And I thought, yeah, I would apply for that. And 
I grew up, <laughs> I grew up around my gran and I asked her, I said, do you know of Better Business Bureau? Because at that time it wasn't something that I had talked about or heard a lot about or people my age were really talking about. And of course, you know, her being older. Yeah, I know Better Business Bureau. They've been around forever. So I gave the application a shot um, and I got, I got hired along with, I think, four other interns at the time. And uh, that's where my career started at BBB. Did I ever think it was going to end up me being the vice president of marketing for this little nonprofit in Oklahoma City? No, but here, here we are. Um, from that time on, from when I started as an intern, I've worked in most departments uh, when I was looking for full-time work, I started in the operations department, so I was vetting businesses, calling business owners, getting to know them, um, which is, you know, pretty far from marketing, and then I ended up working back in the marketing department as our communications coordinator, kind of running our social media channels, and then I <laughs> moved on to our business services department and started working with um, sponsorships and doing some event planning until I left. Um, I, I I accepted a position at the University of Oklahoma, um, which is what I like to call my gap year. I left for a year and kind of learned a totally different side of things. I was working with startups, very high tech, um, and it was a different side of business that I hadn't seen before. But then I decided maybe higher ed, maybe working in the university field wasn't for me. And so I had reached out to a few close friends. And then the next day I got a call from our CEO, Kit Letcher, asking me if I wanted to come back. So mm. I jumped at that opportunity um, and I've hit the ground running ever since. So that was in January. Yeah. So that was a, was a long explanation, but that kind of explains how I'm here. Have you always wanted to be in marketing nonprofits? Great, great question. No, I, when I was a senior in college, I had kind of realized, wow, I'm either going to be a journalist or I'm going to be a full-time marketer. And I've only got a few months left, so I'm obviously not going to switch my major because here we are. Um, I loved writing. I loved communication. I loved talking to people. I always excelled in English. Um, anything to do with words, I, I always fell in love with those things. And so um, it was a blessing that I ended up finding the marketing field. I, I don't know. I wasn't going to be a doctor. I knew that pretty early on. Um, so when I started working full time at BBB and I was in our operations team, I was very, very shy, completely different to the type of person I am now, I will say. Um, grew up a lot throughout my 20s. And I'm so thankful that I started in operations at BBB because it forced me to be on the phone and talk to people and people from all kinds of different industries, people from all different walks of life. The things that I learned at that time being, was I, I was 23, um, right out of college, having very little idea of what it meant to work in the real world um, has been invaluable to my career. And I don't think I would be as good of a marketer had it not been for that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Wow. You talk about journalism, so I, I, I want to talk about that just for a second. If you were to write your own book, <laughs> what would the title of that book be and why? Oh. oh. Um, gosh, I would like to say, <laughs> I would like to say it would be like um, Michelle Obama's book, mm -hmm. maybe, um, or... Something about spending the whole of your, if I was going to write a book right now, 
it would be something about spending the whole of my 20s um, discovering who I was as a person and building confidence. Mm. Uh, that has been, uh, I'll be 29 this year, okay. so that gives you a little more context. Um, as, as I'm creeping closer to the age of 30, I have never felt at this age I am now more confident in the person that I am and the abilities that I have. Um, and I would love to share some of that knowledge with 22-year-old me. Mm. So you should write a book. I should write a book think about the that. the title mm-hmm. and get after it. I don't know. I'd have to really think about the title because yeah. I'd want it to be good. I mean, that's, that's marketing for you. Yeah. I can't just come up with something off the fly, maybe a little brainstorm, and then I would figure something out. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, let's go on the opposite side of that. Uh-huh. What about your worst enemy? What do you think the title of that book would be and why? My worst enemy? Yeah, they wrote a book about you. What do you think that title would be? Oh, if my worst enemy wrote a book about me. Yeah. Uh, Maybe cliche. I don't think I have a lot of enemies, Mm. for one. I mean, sure, there's people that, like, don't vibe with my vibe. Fine. I don't vibe with theirs either. Mm. I'd like to think because I'm the type of person that I'm not... I don't give those people the time of day. People who who don't... Who aren't in my corner. Mm. Like... You go do your thing. I'll go do my thing. Yeah. We can we can succeed separately. Yeah. But the people who are in my corner, let's succeed together. Gotcha. Yeah. So you, you talk about corner, and are you familiar with boxing and boxing terminology, like the corner uh, man? Hmm. Uh, I've seen bit. Rocky. Okay, okay, so you've seen Rocky. So you know the corner man. He's the trainer. He's okay. kind of coaching. and With you. Well, yep. So who would be your corner people and um, why? My husband, mm. my number one, Good. the love of my life, my grandma, taught me a lot about what it meant to be a good person, our CEO, as silly as that is, but I think that if you're as fortunate as I am to work for an organization that you believe in and to work for a leader that you believe in, um, yeah, she's amazing. Um, my mentor, who is uh, part of the leadership team at United Way in Central Oklahoma, my twin brother, my mother-in-law. Mm. Yeah, that's probably, and my dad, maybe, yeah. Anyway, maybe those. Yeah, so they would be the ones that if you're in the ring and you're just getting beat down and to save your life, they would say, throw in the towel and let's move on. Ooh, maybe not throw in the towel. I think, depending depending on maybe who you were asking in the corner, right? My brother would be like, get up. It's time to get up and mm. rally. You're not giving up yet. My husband, too. I think my dad would be trying to give me some pointers on how I can do a little better. My mother-in-law would be worried about me. Get out of the corner. Don't get hurt. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I guess it would depend on who, who it was. I think all of all of the different people that I have in my corner, I have them there because they offer me different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. They're all very different personalities, but that's what makes it great. I know who to call when I have a, trub- a trouble or a problem about one thing and who I need to call for advice for something else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What does leadership mean to you? Keeping keeping your team happy. I think that's a big part of it. Um, gosh, encouraging the people on your team to do what they do the best. Standing behind them 100%. And if they have ideas to improve what you're already doing, listen. Mm. Show up to work, but don't be afraid to show up who you are. Right? If I've got a lot of things going on in my personal life, which we all do sometimes, um, don't be afraid to show up and say, you know, I'm not, I'm not my hundred percent today. I'm going to give it all that I've got. I know what I've got to get done, mm. but you know, maybe my heart's not in it or maybe my mind's not in it today, but 
nobody's going to be that 100% of the time, especially leaders. Um, so just being just being authentic about how you're feeling and doing your best and then trying again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. What's a situation that's been like that for you for? Does, do you have people that work under your leadership as a VP of marketing? No, not right now. We're about to bring on some additional marketing teammates. Gotcha. How, how it's worked for me in the past, though, and I do, I have had teammates who report to my team, but I don't, I don't love calling it that. Like, we're sure. a team together, yep. but um, I've always encouraged everyone to share, you know, what's going on with their workload. And then if they feel so inclined to share what's going on in their personal life, if it's something that, you know, they're excited about, I want to hear about it. If it's something that's not going so well. They don't want to share in front of everybody, fine. But I've always been encouraged to do those things, especially here at BBB, um, to share about what's on my mind, what's on my heart, what are my goals, what are my dreams. And I think it really has helped me to become a more proficient teammate, um, mm-hmm. a great coworker. But I'm honest in all the things that I do. Um, and I like to think that no matter who I add to my team, I can encourage them to do the same. Yeah, that's great. We talked about goals a little bit, but we talked about goals for you for the week. You mentioned goals just a little bit ago. What are some life goals for you? Life goals? Um, I want to be a CEO one day. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I want to be a mom. That's a more of a personal goal. Um, I want to run a marathon, which if, if you follow me on social media, I ran my first 5K in – um, April for the Oklahoma City Memorial mm. 5K, and I was slow, but I finished, um, which is fine. I've never been a runner, Absolutely. but that's definitely a goal of mine to complete within the next, I would say, year and a half to two years. Awesome. So working my way up there, um, yeah. Those are, I guess, those are my main goals. Yeah, you seem like a high energy person. So how do you start your mornings? I guess it depends on the morning. I real, I'll be honest. I roll out of bed. <laughs> And um, I start getting ready for the day. I don't have, sometimes I have a more structured morning routine depending on what I'm going through or what I'm working through. Um, sometimes I'll start my mornings off reading, sometimes not because my brain's not in it yet. Um, I have a 30 minute drive to Oklahoma City. So sometimes <laughs> I'm listening to audiobooks, sometimes I'm listening to Dolly Parton. You know, okay. it just depends. Like, I like <laughs> to have fun and I like to start my day off in a good way. Um, I will say traffic got to me a little bit this morning and I caught myself being angry. Mm. And right now I'm reading a book about hurry. If I can think of it, I'll, I'll share if I can think of the title later, but I'm a religious person. So it talks a little bit about how, um, hurry is the opposite of everything that stands for, uh, faith, right? Mm. Like love, peace, joy, patience, hurry takes away from those things. And so I caught myself on the drive to work getting aggravated and mumbling things under my breath maybe I shouldn't have when, you know, people cut me off. <laughs> and then I think, wow, why am I in such a hurry? Like, I've got plenty of time to get to work, and I'm letting that steal my joy, joy for the morning. Mm. And so I told myself, okay, we're going to restart, and we're going to have a good day. Um, I like to be happy. So that was a good – I'm thankful that I'm reading that right now and thankful that I could remember that I need to just kind of slow down a little bit because yeah. yeah. that's something I struggle with. When you say high energy, um, I'm a doer, and sometimes I have too many things on my to-do list, so. Yeah. So how do you prioritize your to-do list? Um, 
you know, some people like to tackle the things that they don't want to do the most for last. I'm like, let's get it over with the mm. things that I don't want to do. Um, and I don't always have a magic answer for why why I might choose one ta- one task over the other. Sometimes it's the one that, that's just in my brain the most. And I think if I'm going to finally get that done, I can just get it done. Um, if I'm working specifically for work work, um, when we're talking about events and marketing and strategy, um, something that's sometimes difficult for marketers in general, and I'm speaking for myself, but I think could be a challenge for a lot of marketers is creativity. So you're on all these timelines. You have to get so much work done. You need to align it with your strategy. You've got all this content to create. You've got all these things to plan out, but your your creativity is not there, right? <laughs> It's not happening. You can't think of what the social post needs to be. You don't know what the outline of the video needs to look like or what the reel needs to look like or um, what the blog should say. And I find those things to be challenging. And the best thing I know to do is like pull myself out of it. I'm going to go do some admin work. What do Mm. I need to do that's very admin today? Do I need to work in Excel? Do I need to work on a budget? Do I need to track some things in our CRM? I'm going to work on that today because I control that. Do I need to work on an email newsletter list? Because admin. Um, but th- all of those things are important and, and have a, they're, they're important to marketing. And so you have to do them. So I find when I'm struggling with one of those things or the other, either I'm struggling with the admin part or the creativity part to just switch gears and work on that and keeps me on track. Hmm. That was a long answer. That's a good answer. I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. If you were to think back about seven years ago, what's a couple words you would use to describe yourself? Oh, anxious. Mm. Probably the number one. Um, and lack of confidence. Those are probably my number, my, my number one and my number two. Um, and I, I think back to my younger self and I think, wow, I, and I'm not... Not old. I don't mean it like that. But I think back to my college self and I yeah. think um, if I could have had even just a shred of the confidence that I have now or some of the training that I have now or, or um, yeah, those two things. If I, if I had just even a shred of either of those things for college me, I think I would have been such a more, I would have been much more, I would have been happier. Mm-hmm. But then I look back and think, a lot had happened to me at that at that time, right right when I was just starting college. I had I had lost an older brother in high school, and then shortly after that, my mom passed away. And so, I really I really had a a poor sense of who I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to do in the world. And maybe going through college and then going through my first few years working full time really helped me build that back up. But I think I was pretty. I was pretty lost at that time. I was just going to college because that's what my dad said I needed to do, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's probably a lot of people, specifically in my generation, millennials, who, and maybe even older than me too, who believe that that's true, um, that you need to go to college to succeed. I I come from a very blue-collar family, and my dad and my brother, who I I always reference the most, are two of the most hardworking, intelligent men that I know. They have all this knowledge about things that I have no idea about. And same for me. I have all this knowledge about things that they have no idea about. The things that I learned 
the things that I learned in college and the type of person I was, I think obviously like I wouldn't be here without all of those experiences that I had, but I just wish I would have been a little more confident in where I was headed and the decisions I had made at that point. Mm. But you're here now and you seem to be doing pretty freaking awesome. So thank you. Well done for you. <laughs> thank you. To come out of that shell, you know. And yeah, thank you. Mold to where you are today. And I feel like you're going to be a really awesome leader as your growth continues. Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I would be in the seat that I am now without the leadership and the people that I've had in my life who have encouraged me to do it. Yeah. That's what I'll say. That's awesome. And that's great that you recognize that. Yeah. You know. Ooh. Yeah, I, w- I often wonder, sometimes I think, where would I be if it hadn't been for them? I don't want to go down that road, um, right. but that's what I hope to be for some for my, for somebody younger than me. Um, how can I encourage them to help them grow and become a better person and um, feel confident in who they are and do great things and feel good about the work that they're doing? That's Maybe that's my number one goal when we talked about goals earlier. Love it. Maybe that's my number one goal. Okay. Yeah. What are maybe two questions you wish people would ask you but no one ever asked two questions that i wish people would ask oh okay i've got one i've got one and then i'll try to think about it i wish more people would ask and i'm just as guilty um in a conversation let's say we're meeting at a networking event i wish more people would ask what do you do for fun instead of what do you do for a living or where do you work or what professional groups do you belong to or yeah, I wish more people would ask, what do you do for fun? I find that some of those conversations that I have, um, they make me the most excited to talk to people because they get excited. I can see their passion. But then it also makes them memorable. And I love mm-hmm. that when I when I can say, oh, yeah, I met John with, you know, ABC Furniture and, and he likes to kayak on the weekends and go fishing and like, isn't that neat? Um, instead of saying, I know John, he sells furniture at ABC Furniture. Yeah, because you know John I mean? does sell does he? Does John sell furniture at ABC? I don't furniture? know. Does he? <laughs> I don't know because ABC Furniture is right down the street, so I thought you might have talked to him. <laughs> and I don't mean to call out their business in particular. I just that's that's funny. I guess that's like BBB lingo. Anytime we're having conversations about oh, okay, you, you know business, we'll say like ABC Plumbing or okay. <laughs> so if you're one of those businesses. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope you're doing great. <laughs> they, they, they are awesome, actually. I, I buy furniture from them quite often. Good. Office furniture. So, that's so good. Speaking of fun, because that was what I was going to ask you down the road here a mm-hmm. little bit. But what do you do for fun and why? Oh, um, I love to read. I love to garden. I love being outside. Um, I love yard work, which I know people don't love that, but I love just getting my hands dirty, getting away from my computer, being out in nature. Um, I like to crochet. Mm. Kind of a little old lady habit, but I do. Um, I just, I learned maybe a year ago. um, So that's kind of fun. And I love spending time with family. Family is everything. Yeah, that's true. Family is everything. Yeah. Actually, I tweeted that a few, few days ago. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. If you're sitting in my chair, what would you ask yourself? Oh, gosh, your questions are sometimes difficult. Um, <laughs> what would you ask yourself? Uh, Casey, tell me about what your day-to-day looks like. Maybe I would ask that question. Mm. 
Do you want to know the answer? I would love to know the answer. <laughs> Casey, what would, your, what, would your, what would your day-to-day look like? What does my day-to-day look like? Um, so I'll say now that we're done with kind of our biggest event of the year um, at BBB, part of what I will be working on is marketing strategy for the next quarter or so for the next three months. And so I'll take a look at kind of the campaigns that we're running. What are we pushing out on social media? Um, what do our blogs look like? What video content do we have planned? And mm. then uh, we're, we're starting to work on Revere and Rebel, which is our women's conference, our annual women's conference. And this is my favorite thing that we do at BBB because it was my idea. Okay. And so I started it just before I left in 2021. And so this will be our third annual Revere and Rebel. And I, I came to our CEO, which this is where things get good. I was like, hey, I want to do a women's conference. And she said, great, let's do it. How many people get the opportunity to work in an awesome place like that? I mean, no, yeah, Casey, let's just do it. Figure it out. What do you think it looks like? What do you want it to be? And so at that time... I was working in our business services department. We had a much, we had a larger marketing team, and so those two departments collaborated to figure out what um, Revere and Revel was going to look like. What do the speakers look like? What is the theme? Where are we going to host it? All of those things, and so that will be a big part of my day to day coming up in the next several weeks. Yeah. So that's a really big uh, thing for you. And then the uh, bash last week was mm-hmm. a, the you say the biggest. So. What about the fall? What's anything big in the fall? That event will be in the fall. Okay. It'll the, be in September. Year, okay. And then in the interim, we host a number of events um, each month, which is a big part of what our local BBB focuses on. Gotcha. Um, providing businesses the opportunity to network, grow, learn, connect, um, figure out, you know, be, really be a part of the community. That That's that's really important to us. And so we host um, monthly coffees, networking coffees. We host um, almost monthly, but I think we have eight this year, um, happy hour networking events that we host at local breweries yeah. and wineries, which did you attend? I didn't You're get Shaking your head one. like, yeah, yeah. No, no, I've heard of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So we host those. Um, we're working on launching, which we've ha- hosted one event, but I think it's something that will kick up in the fall is our loyalty program, which is a way to honor essentially really active BBB accredited businesses, um, businesses who are attending events, who are um, marketing their BBB accredited, who are um, doing, they're really active in in what we have going on. And we're going to offer exclusive, like an exclusive training for them. So we did our first one in the spring. And it was a really quick turnaround. We did have people attend and it it, it was really good. But the speakers that we partner with, those are nationally renowned speakers. Mm -hmm. And so really more kind of in-depth training for businesses to so think like sales, marketing, um, lean, like if they're trying to, you know, could potentially be like succession planning, we might do something like that. Yeah. Um, things that business owners need. So yeah. that's what, that's what maybe is happening this fall. Okay. Yeah. So why Better Business, Better Business Bureau? Why, why should I, if I have a small business, why should I become a, accredited member i think there's a lot that goes into that and i think you know maybe the answer would is different depending on what bbb you're talking about for our bbb in particular because we get to kind of decide what are our kind of extras essentially what Mm. do we want to do 
is the community aspect and the networking aspect. We really focus on those things in particular. If you're a business who is searching for community and you're um, you're trying to find ways to help grow and expand and do some different things, I think this is a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, for all BBBs, I would say this is a more general answer that consumers look to BBB to find businesses that they can trust. And often... My my answer for me, it, it might not always be a make or break, but sometimes it sure. can be mm-hmm. when consumers are calling and, and they say, I've got, and I have seen this working at the front desk covering it before, where they'll say, I'm comparing these two businesses, which one should I choose? And though we can't tell them which one they should choose, we can say, here's all the information that you need. This business is accredited. This one's not. And we've seen consumers choose those accredited companies because they sense. know they've been vetted by us. So. Yeah. No, that's great. What's membership to be a is there a membership to become a member or is it like, how do you get accreditation? Um, it's an application process. Uh, I think the application takes 10 to 15 minutes okay. and it's similar to like your local chamber membership if you were joining a chamber of commerce. Once your application is submitted, it goes to our accreditation department and that's when their fun begins, I'll say. Um, they, they check out your business. A big part of that is really making sure that you're advertising honestly, that you're your online and community reputation is clear. Mm. So let's say that you're you're a business and you own ABC uh, cleaning services. And if you you're ABC cleaning services, please like I'm not <laughs> saying anything bad about you. To be clear, but let's say you own ABC cleaning services and you have a half of a star on Google. And you've got 50 reviews, and all 50 of them are really bad, and people are saying all these things that aren't good. Um, And you've got a couple of reviews on BBB.org, and your Facebook is not great. And we can't find contact information for you. And your website um, lacks a privacy policy, and you're collecting data. Like, all of these things that um, don't make a consumer feel confident to do business with Mm -hmm. you, that's what our accreditation department is checking for. Um, On the other end of that, if you are advertising honestly, if your website is up to date, all of your contact information is good, you've got a privacy policy, um, consumers are recommending you, people can clearly see the products and services that you offer, um, those are the things that we're looking for in a great business. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to check into that. You Actually, should. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, if nothing else, if it's not a good fit for businesses right now, like maybe it does, it's not working in their budget and they're still trying to figure out ways that they can leverage BBB. Um, all businesses have access to a free business profile. Mm. Um, and we gather that information regularly anyway. We have a whole data quality team that makes sure our database is up to date and we get those from a variety of sources, whether it be um, chamber directories, consumers calling to ask about a business. Um, all businesses have access to a free business profile. So even okay. if accreditation isn't right for you right now, um, make sure your listing is up to date. It's just another way to make sure consumers can find you if they're searching for you. Yeah, that's great. What motivates you? My team. Yeah, our team. I I don't think I would be half as motivated. And I actually learned a little bit about this um, on Friday. So a couple of our leadership team are members of Vistage, which is a mm-hmm. which is a peer group, um, and I'm part of the Emerging Leaders Program. And a big big chunk of what we learned about on Friday was all essentially like the secret sauce that comes to being a, a great leader. 
And part of that was motivation. And if you're lacking that on your team, how can you find it? I think that um, by being surrounded by a group of people who all believe in the mission of BBB in helping businesses and um, the mission of what our BBB does locally and feeling excited about it and having conversations and strategy and everybody feels included, those are all things that make me want to get out of bed in the morning and do what I do. Mm. I like it. We have a clear vision. Okay. And not every organization has that, I would say. Um, and we're we're really fortunate to have a leader that helps us see that. Okay. Very good. Well, I got some questions from our followers on social media. Okay. So you ready for a couple three? Yeah. How do you seat. feel about people that show up late to meetings and to work? Oh. Um yeah, I don't feel any kind of way about it. I think that if they're showing up late to meetings and to work every single day of the week, that's a conversation for the leadership team and that person to have to mm-hmm. talk about performance. I think that people go through things sometimes and they have other things going on that have absolutely nothing to do to work and it makes them show up late sometimes. And I would say that if you're a stickler for that, like maybe give people a little bit of grace. Um, life is tough sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's a pet peeve of yours? Um, I don't like it when people talk mean about other people. Mm. I think it's the dullest conversation. Just, just, yeah. Um, if you've got mean things to say about other people, just think about them and don't say it. I don't like that gossipy, not my thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What is something you failed at and what did you learn from it? Um... (laughs) There's a couple that I maybe wouldn't share on a podcast, but probably um, one that I always think about, and it's funny that it stuck with me this long, is I was in a class in college, so it's been a while, and was put in one of those group uh, projects, right, with people that, you know, maybe their personalities were a little bit different than mine, and one of them in particular, um, he and I had a really difficult time with communication. Mm. And I think back to how I handled how we worked together. And toward the end of that project, I realized that things worked really well if I messaged him instead of having face-to-face conversations. Like if I sent him an email or um, sent him a chat in like our teams or whatever we were using at that time, that worked really well. I think I kind of I think I failed at how long it took me to realize that. And I think now learning how to work with people and being quick to, if there's some kind of barrier that's causing you to not be able to work with somebody, um, figure it out sooner. Yeah. And just take ownership of it instead of saying like, oh, well, that person sucks or that person is hard to work with. Um, Just realize that sometimes it's not. It's not just all that person that like take ownership of it and and um, figure out a way to make it work for both of you. Gotcha. I failed at that. <laughs> I should have done it sooner because I think it took me like the full like six weeks until I finally was like, this guy likes to be emailed. Don't talk to him in person. So, Interesting. Yeah. But you learn from it. I learned from right? it. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Ownership. I love that word. <laughs> I I really do. How do you deal with negativity?
Like what kind of negativity? I guess maybe that okay. would. So you said you're on social media. Uh-huh. How do you deal with social media negativity if someone's making a bad comment about you no, yeah. or something like that? Take that conversation offline. That's probably the best way um, that I know to deal with any kind of negativity. Offer to have a phone call or um, meet them for coffee to try and figure out what the root of the problem is. I think communication is probably the root of you know, most negativity. If people are feeling some kind of way, just maybe have a conversation with them. Sometimes people are going to be negative. Mm. Sometimes you can't resolve the negativity. Sure. That's okay. But give it a shot. Um Five years ago, me, I would cry at negative comments. I would get all upset. I really let things, what other people felt and what other people said, bother me. Mm. Um, in the back of my mind now, I'm always thinking, you cannot control how other people feel. Fact. Number one. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's so interesting because I feel like there's so much negativity on, on social media. However, mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, there's a lot of positivity too. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your favorite follows on Instagram or Facebook? Oh, um, I like I like YouTube. Okay. There's one guy in particular that I really like. He's a cooking channel. It's called Young Man Cooking. Okay. And um, I think most of his dishes are vegan. Um, but he makes a variety of just like very... I don't know, beautiful meals. They're fun to watch. He's very positive. And at the end, he goes, that's how you cook with confidence. Mm. Every time at the end of the video. So I really like him. Um, there's another one. I think she's from Sweden. I like cooking channels. Okay. <laughs> um, she is, her channel is called Good Eatings. And she cooks in season with a lot of fresh foods. And that's really fun to watch. Why I like her, I think, one, she shoots in 4K. So it's beautiful to watch. Okay. She's a very talented videographer. So if you're a content creator like me and you see something that's really sexy to look at, mm. even if it's just mashed potatoes on a screen, like if you do it well, it's fun to watch. Okay. Um, positive. I mean, who doesn't like food? It's fun to watch. I mean, I like to eat. So. What's your favorite food? Oh, um, favorite food, like out of everything. Out of everything. Mm, like could eat it every day yeah i would say well every day is pretty tough but Mm -hmm. let's just say every day rum raisin ice cream rum raisin ice cream is one of my favorites who makes that um haagen-dazs okay and i think they're the only ones that make it anymore like i think it used to be popular okay but then nobody eats it anymore so except for me okay (laughs) um and then my favorite meal like my favorite dinner i love mexican food Mm. chips and salsa (laughs) all day long yeah always okay guacamole so so then your ceo should take you out to eat mexican food sometime and then have dessert for you rum raisin rum raisin ice cream yeah okay does she know that i don't know so you're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get Kyle to take you out for some Mexican food. Yeah. He's a steak guy, though. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I don't know how. What's I your favorite food? Man, I take steak, side salad with ranch all day with That's a That's your favorite. Potato. Yeah. I'll take a. You could eat it every eye. day. Yeah. Medium rare. Give it to me. You've got it. <laughs> yeah. It's salt and pepper. That's all I need on. 
my steak. So okay, yeah. well if it's good, Absolutely. then you don't need anything else. Yeah, that's true. That's like the rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or two thumbs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have no idea if that's it. Yeah. <laughs> if I had two more thumbs, I give you four thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your favorite? Do you drink sodas? I do. I love Diet Coke. Okay, I was going to ask you what kind oh, of... <laughs> I try not to drink it all the time. I went through a caffeine cleanse not too long ago where I cut out all caffeine. Okay. I mean, I've got a cup of coffee right there now, so clearly I'm back on the caffeine. It could be decaf. You could have said that, but you But I would be liar, lying. So. I'm not yeah, a liar. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I love a Diet Coke. I also love a sparkling water. So, okay. yeah. Do you know why they call a cup of coffee cup of joe? No, my dad's name is Joe. All right. Does he know? No. I don't either. I'm just asking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I think I need to look that up now, though. <laughs> so when you do, please uh, let me know because uh, okay. I'll be curious, too. Yeah. Social media. Are you, So you're on Facebook and Instagram? Me personally? Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter. Mm. I have Robert. some feelings about that, but, you know, not my thing. Um, you have some feelings? About Twitter. Before uh, Musk took it over? Or before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think more so I just, there's no, like, it's not, like, philosophical or anything. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, for, for our businesses, I find that if we're connecting with them, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn are the places to connect yeah, with them. Sure. So sure. for that, there's that. Um, I think for news and I think for a lot of other content creators, it's a great place to be. It's just uh, not for me. Gotcha. Um, and I spend so much time on social media throughout my work day. (laughs) Um, and I do post on Facebook and Instagram. I am not by any means an influencer or do I post regularly like some people do. Mm. And I think and I don't know if all marketers are this way. I've seen other marketers who, like, really, like, they've got their strategy for work, yeah. and then they've got a strategy for their personal accounts. Um, I like to do other things in my time, on my time off, that don't involve social media. Gotcha. So. Do you reply to people when they ask your questions or they communicate with you on Instagram, LinkedIn, yeah. Facebook? Yeah, totally. That's good. I've got it set up. I mean, like, absolutely. I've got th- posts on there, and I do post semi-regularly i would just say like if you're looking for a couple posts a week you aren't going to find it (laughs) i'm going to find you on instagram and we'll get to that in a second so my next question to you is uh what are you most proud of personal or professional let's do both okay professional being a vice president under the age of 30, mm. hands down. Personal, marrying my husband, most proud. It took a while. <laughs> um, we've been together eight years this year. We've been married for two. I started to wonder if we were ever going to get married, but I stuck with it. Um, but I'm most proud of I'm most proud of him, watching him grow. Um, most proud to be his wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you want to be remembered? I, I just want people to say she was she was kind and she was good to other people. That would be my goal. It's a good yeah. combination. Yeah. Okay. I like to think that people have been good to me and so I need to give that back. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. 
Well, I appreciate your time, Casey. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're an amazing human being. So thank, thank you, you for taking your time to come on our show. How do our listeners get in touch with you? You can find me on LinkedIn, Casey Farmer. That's probably the best way. You can connect with me on Instagram. My account is private. Um, Casey underscore marketing. Okay. It's pretty boring. Casey underscore marketing. Okay. Um, you can find me on Facebook too. Just know that, you know, my aunts and uncles and all of them are tagging me and things sometimes. So if you see something silly, just, you know, family is everything and they're important to me and can't control what other people post. <laughs> so gotcha, yeah, I always try so to true. give that disclaimer because sometimes I'll be like, Uncle John, why'd you tag me in that? <laughs> Silly. Last question. Yeah. How would you describe the Better Business Bureau of Oklahoma City in three words? Oh, um, I wish you would give me five, but I will give you I'll like, give you five. I'll give you a few of our core values. Okay. How about that? Okay. Our core values, not every BBB's core values, our core values, okay, which are accountability, adaptability, transparency. Mm. Those three things. Um, and then collaboration. Okay. Uh, those three things are really at the core of everything that we do. Um, we have a Microsoft Teams chat that we call our BBB shout out channel. And anytime we see anybody else on the team embodying one of those core values we do we do a shout out so if you were my teammate on operations and i saw you handle something really well with a business and you really figured out how to solve a problem and you had to be adaptable i would say shout out to you Mm. for being adaptable today here's all the things that you did that that made it awesome way to go and i love that we do that that's great i I felt like i feel like more companies and corporations probably should take that. I feel like there's some corporations that try that. Mm-hmm. However, it's epically no bueno. And I think that Kyle could probably have a thing or two to add to this, but I think that if you make it part of your strategy, mm-hmm. um, revisit it often. And so how we do that is building it into our everyday framework, sure. right? Like yeah. those core values are part of our strategy where we see our BBB going in the next three to five years. And the only way we know to make sure that we're doing them and like that we're embodying these core values is to make sure it's part of our everyday. Yeah. That's no. what I would say to any business owner. Um, That's great. Well, it, leadership's got to start somewhere, so it might as well start from you. Yeah. Because if you're like that every day and that becomes a, a habit, then mm-hmm. your fellow colleagues will pick that up as a habit, and then it's a trickle-down effect. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. They loved it. For more Defining Moments podcast content, visit our webpage, www.undefeated.show. Follow us at Death Moments Pod on Twitter and at Defining Moments Podcast on Instagram.